Welcome to the podcast about turning the great American RV adventure into a haunted nightmare. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be here with you in the dark. We, uh, as you may know, we live in Northern California here. And uh, as we speak... We are in the dark. Yeah. We the, have no electricity. Yeah, the winds are blowing. Wind is blowing. And uh, the lights are off. Yeah, it's it's a little it's, it's a little ominous. Kind of like Halloween. It is. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is our inaugural Spooky Campfire Stories episode. And wow. We've been uh, we've been working with a skeleton crew, and I realize it's a grave situation, but it's been quite an undertaking. We hope you have a ghost of a chance of having a good time, and join us. Pull up a chair and get closer to the campfire. Okay, uh, dude, can you please stop with the puns? The pun demon is going to show up and the punish pun us. There's no such thing as a pun demon. I don't know. It's not what I've heard. Ah, come on. That's I mean, if there was a pun demon, he would have he or she would have gotten me ages ago. I hope you're right. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as you enjoy boondocking. I hope I can sleep tonight after <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Oh, but you would be sleeping good if you were sleeping at a harvest host location. I would be sleeping good at a harvest host location. I'd be under the stars in the dark. No electricity, and I wouldn't even be spooked. Well, there's no reason to be spooked by boondocking. We talked about it last week, and there are hundreds of locations that are available through Harvest Host that are wineries, breweries, museums, family-friendly locations, farms, just all kinds of great places. So Harvest Host has all kinds of great locations, and right now we've got a sale on Harvest Host. Do we? Yeah, through our partners page. So it's the best price around. You save a little bit of money, and uh, it helps sustain the podcast. And you get to go camping at incredible places all over. So check it out on the Stressless Camping website. Just go over to our partners page and look for Harvest Host. You will not be sorry. And it makes a great gift if you're already starting to think that way. Right, that's right. And now, without any further ado... It's time for Creepy Campfire Stories. (laughs) I don't know why I looked up, but when I did, I I saw him there. He stood against my window. His forehead rested against the glass, and his eyes were still and light, and he smiled a lipstick-red, cartoonish grin. And he just stood there in the window. My husband was upstairs sleeping. My son was in his crib, and I couldn't move. I froze, and I watched him looking past me through the glass. Oh, please, no. His smile never moved, but he put a hand up and slid it down the glass, watching me, with matted hair and yellow skin and face through the window. I couldn't do anything. I just stayed there, frozen feet still in the bushes I was pruning, looking into my home. He stood against my window. Oh my God, that was good. You did a super <laughs> job. Wow. That's uh, that's kind of gave me a little of the heebie-jeebies. Oh my gosh. I was I was dying to hear the first one, and that one was, was just, woo. 
Now you're dying to not hear anymore. Mm, yeah. <laughs> pun demon is going to get us. Uh, pun demon. That's so silly. All right, let's go to the next one. They didn't believe me when I told him there was an open wireless network in range, aptly named Free Wi-Fi. Well, it was a little slow, but that's not the problem. You see, we're camping in the middle of nowhere. We parked the truck about eh, a mile down the trail, and from there it was 15-minute drive to the only ramp on the highway. We were far removed from civilization, to say the least. After we are all done checking on Facebook and replying to Snapchats, my friends and I made a game of finding the source of the signal. Marco and Sean went in one direction, Mike and I in the other. Three minutes later, we were all back at the site. The signal dropped off after about 885 paces in the direction I went, and roughly 250 in the opposite. We agreed with Sean's proposal. Let's go in the third direction, so to approximate the triangulation of the whereabouts of the source. Marco counted the steps, Mike kept an eye on the signal indicator, Sean and I looked out for anything that remotely resembled a router. Oh, about a hundred feet in, Mike told Marco to stop counting. The signal was at full strength. I looked around for flashing LEDs or running cables or anything that lit up. Marco suggested it could be a pocket Wi-Fi hotspot that another camper had left behind, though that was kind of unlikely since there was no coverage out there, but we found nothing. We gave up the search and made our way back towards the campsite, and that's when the Wi-Fi signal disappeared. The sun was setting, and it was starting to fog up. A little spooked, we agreed we would pack our stuff and hike back to the truck. When we got back, we realized that we had been robbed. Our bags were torn open, our food supplies were missing, and our tents were toppled. What immediately seemed odd to me is that the thieves hadn't taken our laptops or our cameras, in fact, the only thing they seemed to take was food and drink. And in my opinion, that was the scary part. Needless to say, we crammed whatever we could into what was left of our bags and made a dash for the truck. It wasn't until we got to the truck that Mike told us to check our phones. The Wi-Fi signal was at full strength again. A chill ran down my spine when I saw the name of the connection. Run, boys, run. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Suddenly I never want to have Wi-Fi when I'm boondocking again. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that would uh yeah, that that spook you. Stop it. Can't help myself. Oh, pun demon is gonna come. It's not. It is. Pun demon. You don't believe me, but I know it's true. Uh, Alright, well I'm just gonna read another story then. Okay. So you'll stop. Okay. One day, a boy was digging in his garden when he saw a big toe sticking out of the ground. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck. It wouldn't budge. So he pulled as hard as he could, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the big toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mom. That looks like a nice piece of meat, she said. I'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for dinner. That night, at the dinner table, the boy's father scooped the big toe out of the soup and chopped it up into three pieces. The father, the mother, and the boy each ate a piece. Then they did the dishes, and when it got dark, they went to bed. The boy fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, he was rudely awakened by a strange sound. He listened closely. It sounded like there was a voice coming from outside his window, and it was calling to him. Where is my big toe? It groaned. 
When the boy heard that, he got very scared. But he thought, it doesn't know where I am. It will never find me. Then he heard the voice once more, only now it was closer. Where is my big toe? It groaned. The boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it will be gone. But soon he heard the back door open, and again he heard the voice. Where is my big toe? It groaned. Then the boy heard footsteps move through the kitchen into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. They slowly climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. The boy watched in horror as his bedroom door opened. Shaking with fear, he threw his bedclothes over his head and listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark toward his bed. Then they stopped. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. You've got it! When I was a kid, we I belonged to the Indian Guides, which is part of the YMCA. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing that story, and it freaked me out. <laughs> you didn't eat toe for months. No, I, that's the thing. No, <laughs> God, no. You'd have to call a tow truck. Oh, God. No <laughs> more puns. <laughs> but seriously, who finds a toe in their yard and is like, mm, mm, yummy. <laughs> I'll cut that up and put it in the soup. Yeah, that's the scary part. Mommy's more scary than that. Although she probably saw that and said and thought for dinner, nailed it. Oh, God, stop. (laughs) I'm telling you, when the pun demon gets here, I'm throwing you in front of me. Yeah, great, great. (laughs) All right, let's do our next one. Hopefully everyone's really enjoying these. Hopefully you're listening to them with the lights out. That's right. In the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Two college roommates are in the same science class, and the big midterm is tomorrow morning. Marie wants to stay in and study, but Dara, she's up for going out and partying with a cute guy from the lacrosse team. She leaves Marie to her studies, and when she gets home late that night, Marie is in bed and the lights are off. Dara goes to bed without turning the lights on, trying not to disturb her studious friend. In the morning, she goes to wake Marie so they won't be late for the test. But Marie's body lies stiff, and her bed is soaked in blood. On the wall above her, scrawled in blood, are the words, Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? <laughs> you know, they had to be still in the room to know she didn't turn on the lights. Oh, yeah. Creepy. <laughs> Creepy, creepy, creepy. That's that's the whole point of these. And, God, I remember some of these are old enough that, like I say, I remember them from when I was in the Indian Guides. And they would freak me out. And, of course, I couldn't <laughs> sleep. And then the next day I was the, like, terrible kid that was sleepy. <laughs> a man is staying in a hotel for the weekend. On his way to his room, he notices a closed door with no number on it. When he asks about it, he is told that no one is allowed in that room. Curious, he stops to peer in the keyhole on the next night and sees a normal hotel room with a very pale woman lying on the bed. He goes on his way, but the next night he's just too curious and he looks through the keyhole again. 
This time, all he can see is red. Just red. He goes to ask the woman at the front desk about the room again, and she finally tells him the truth. A woman was murdered in that room years ago. An albino woman with white skin and red eyes. (laughs) That one has me keyed up. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't know if I'm more scared of the stories or the pun demon or what, but you got to quit it. Puns, puns, puns. Puns are... This is the extra pun episode. Oh, God. We're all going to die. All right. Yeah. All right. This is the last one that we have. A babysitter has been hired to watch two children for the night. After she puts the kids to bed, the parents ask that she watches TV in their bedroom upstairs because the children have been having nightmares recently. She puts the kids to bed easily enough and settles into the parents' room to watch TV. But in the corner of the room, there's a large, creepy clown statue. Life-sized. She tries to ignore it, but it's too creepy. Finally, she calls the dad to ask if she can watch the TV downstairs instead. Sure, but why, he asked. She tells him, that clown statue is just creeping me out too much. Get the children and leave the house, says the dad. We don't have a clown statue. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. Phew. Well, what did you think of our inaugural Halloween ghost story special edition? I think I'm going to sleep with the light. Oh, oh, we don't man. have any lights. No, oh. there's no lights tonight. I may not be sleeping at all. Nope. No, you'll be in the dark. I'm going to eat a lot of candy so that I'm sugar rushed and I <laughs> don't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we got to go out and do some trick-or-treating. That's right. Hopefully, you're having fun at wherever you're camping tonight and... And maybe this has put you in the Halloween mood. And if you are sitting at home wishing you were RVing, perhaps you could plan something through RV Share or great service where you can rent other people's RVs. It is really a great way to try something new or experience RVing for yourself. That's right. That's a really great idea. Because if you're at all spooked by RVing, (laughs) speaking of the fun monster, you will uh, get a chance to try out different RVs without making the absolute commitment until you know that this is what's right for you. Yeah. What if you have a travel trailer and you want to try a motorhome? You have a motorhome, you want to try a travel trailer, or you are just dreaming about owning an RV? Well, this is a great way to rent from someone else who already has their RV. And it's just about any style of RV that you want. And the best thing is some of the hosts will actually bring the RV to the campground and hook it up for you. That's right. That's super cool. Yeah. So RV Share, another one of our partners, and you can find them on our partner page. And uh, thank you to RV Share for being one of our partners. Our Halloween. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope you're not scared too much. And I hope you loved all the extra dose of puns. I, I had to. Yeah, I hope. I had to. Take I hope my we come back next week, and the pun demon hasn't gotten to us. Yeah, silly! How ridiculous is yeah, that? Yeah, whatever. I'll learn. Well, <laughs> if uh, 
if you would like to find these podcasts or stories or anything more about stressless camping, we have a home for that. That's right. It's www.stresslesscamping.com. That's right. It's a great place to uh, find us all the time as well as jump off into our social places or maybe even ask your auntie social. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that one was really bad. I mean, it's... Uh, the heck? What the heck is that? Uh, were you expecting company? No, nobody was supposed to be here. Oh, my God. I bet it's the pun demon. I am here for the pun. Get in front of me. I'm not getting up. 